0: Welcome to the Self-Care Tarot Podcast with me, Kat Crawford, a podcast that uses tarot to delve a little deeper into self-exploration, enhance your journaling, and aid with spiritual development. Hello, my dears. Welcome back to the Self-Care Tarot Podcast. If I sound very, like, sultry, it's because it's quite early in the morning, and yeah, my. vocal cords haven't woken up yet, so this might be a very ASMR type podcast. But yeah, we're back for another Self Care Tarot podcast this week where we use the tarot for inner guidance, for inner development and really just looking inwards, looking at ourselves and being able to unbiasedly review our thoughts and feelings and emotions and worries and concerns and all of that good stuff. So if you follow me over on Instagram, you might have seen me having an absolute mare, as we say (laughs) in the north, a mare of a week last week. Um, Like many spiritual accounts on Instagram, I had my account cloned, I think, about three times in one week, which is a record, I have to say. Um, And it's happened more and more often in the last year or so. So yeah, very annoying. So if you do follow me on Instagram, just know that I will never DM you to ask you if you want a reading. I prefer my clients to come to me when they need me, not force myself into their inboxes. Thankfully, my friends um, did some sleuthing and found out they're just a group of people somewhere in Nigeria and they're just making the rounds. So cloning all spiritual accounts, tarot, psychic readings, witches, all of that, all that stuff. And yeah, it's happening more and more frequently on Instagram. Um, And Instagram don't seem to be in any rush to fix this or address it. And yeah, I've even reported some accounts and Instagram have said, oh, no, sorry. We don't see how this is against our guidelines, so I've given up, really. So if you do receive a DM that's like, hey, do you want a reading from any spiritual um, account? Really question it and get in touch with um, the the person and basically do some sleuthing like my friends did just to keep yourself safe because, yeah, they're scamming people and it's not fun. So just be aware of that. Anyway... We have gathered once more to work through another topic guided by a tarot card this week and we're talking about growth um, and really exploring growth, how we approach it and our attitude towards it. So maybe it was the fraudulent activity, (laughs) or maybe it's because we're halfway through the year, but I did a little business and life review to see where I could make changes and improvements. No huge changes, just little realignments that will benefit me and also the business further down the line. And one thing that came to me was to get back into my online courses. So my personal kind of education. I am an online course whore. (laughs) I say it loud and proud, if I can work through lessons and take assessments, I am a happy girl. I love a quiz. I love doing tests (laughs) It's a strange person. So I was wondering how I could level up my tarot services and products. And I decided to enroll on a spiritual life coaching course, which I have contemplated in the past and just never got around to doing it. Um, and now I'm like officially started on this spiritual life coaching course and I really wanted to continue to use the tarot in a nourishing way but also add an extra level of support to really help people reach their next level and find a new direction and more clarity so that's my kind of three of pentacles right now and that's the card we're working with in this episode as we are going to be working with the three of pentacles i really wanted to address one of the main messages of this card and that is accepting outside help and guidance collaborating with others in order to make progress and that's something that i have had a lot of issues with in the past and i will go into that (laughs) do not worry also, before I dive into the episode, I just wanted to give you guys a quick reminder that you only have nine more days to grab your tickets for my next Tariff Reconnection workshop. So don't miss out as the places are limited. Um, I didn't want to do workshops that were too big because I really wanted to make it as intimate as possible. And you can find a link to book your space in the show notes or you can go to the self-care so I can't even say my own website, the selfcareemporium.com, and click on workshops. You'll find all the information in there. Now, sit back and relax. Let's start taking a look at how humility can be the key to radical growth. The tarot we often work with other esoteric aspects such as numerology and if we tap into numerology especially for this card we can determine that the three of pentacles is about creation in the material world threes are all about building and creating learning growing and developing pentacles direct our attention to the world around us, our physical being. The important thing to remember with any three card, however, is that it often asks us to seek extra support externally or from another source, adding kind of another column to our our structure to further support whatever it is that we're working on. Often the three of pentacles is associated with a sort of student-teacher dynamic, seeking out education outside of yourself, practical education. thing along the lines of like building skills via the guidance of others rather than trying to do everything yourself. When you invest financially in a course or a workshop, that is peak three of Pentacle's work. You're seeking out a teacher or mentor to help you elevate yourself more than you would be able to just off your own self-esteem. I think with the internet being the pool of knowledge that it is with tutorials and how-tos and, you know, YouTube tutorials and all of that, We can think that we can just teach ourselves to do whatever we want. Like, there's nothing we can't teach ourselves to do. Of course we can, because I've taught myself a lot of stuff by watching just, like, one or two YouTube tutorials. If we put in enough time and effort, then we can teach ourselves pretty much to do anything. But in some cases, we need that support from someone more advanced than us to really reach the level that we want to reach. It's like trying to climb back up onto a ledge. You probably could do it yourself, but it's quicker and easier and it feels safer to get the help of someone else. The perfect example of this for me was when I was learning to read the tarot. I bought all the books, bought a journal and made time to sit down and read about every single card, note down all the bullet points, meanings and was like going over and over in my head doing all like my reviewing and research and all of that and i was doing it all by myself but the information would not stick in my head it was like i could remember it for a day and then as soon as i went to sleep it was just wiped from my memory it was only when i decided to try out a course created by a professional reader who'd been reading for decades that everything started to really click into place. I could get feedback on my readings, ask anything I was confused about and get answers almost straight away. So learning not only became 100% easier, but it also became more fun. And I think that was why my brain started to absorb it a lot more because I was enjoying the learning process. I loved walking through carefully design lessons and doing quizzes and practice tasks and it just helped me to really make my learning varied, which then helped my brain to kind of absorb things a lot easier. But one thing I needed to do in order to do that was to put my pride to one side and my ego to one side and accept that maybe I needed to open myself up to external support and external guidance. I had to put my constant need to be in control and independent and self-sufficient to one side in order to get where I really wanted to be. If I hadn't taken that course, I highly doubt I would have learned the tarot by myself, which also means I wouldn't have, the self-care emporium or this podcast or have worked with all my clients that I've worked with or done my courses or done all my workshops, everything that I've done in the past like three or four years would be non-existent. If I hadn't reached out and accepted that I needed someone at a higher level to help me and to kind of grab my hand and lift me up to their level So one thing I want to talk about as well is what do we mean when we talk about growth because it's something that we talk about a lot in kind of a holistic tarot and guidance tarot and a lot of other esoteric practices, spirituality, we talk about growth a lot. Now in this episode we're talking about radical growth and growth is a term we throw about a lot in the spiritual community but we very rarely outline what it means kind of what is the context of it, what does it look like, what does it feel like. So when we talk about growth, we're talking about increasing skill, increasing self-awareness and learning from past mistakes so we can make better decisions in the future. We're talking about reaching a new and improved version of who we already are. Often, in order to do this, we have to tackle the parts of ourselves that are reluctant to change. We have to face things like limiting beliefs or flaws or perceptions on society, culture, and our place within it. Of course, there is a natural growth that happens to us all as we age as well, Our priorities change, we don't covet the things that we used to, our physical bodies change to mirror our lifestyles. If you've ever turned 30, (laughs) my body just fell to pieces. Our skills develop, we mature, we become a more evolved version of ourselves every single day. This all happens organically, usually without us even acknowledging it. For example, if I compare 21-year-old me to 31-year-old me, I am a completely different person. I'm more grounded now. I focus on different elements of my life than I used to. I value my family and my home a lot more. My dreams have become a lot more grounded. However, all that growth I had in those 10 years wasn't just organic. I also worked my ass off to grow and evolve spiritually and emotionally and mentally. It was a conscious decision and in order to make that conscious decision, I also had to accept that I wouldn't be able to do it all by myself. I would only be able to become the person I wanted to be and a better version of who I was by putting my pride and ego aside, by putting myself in situations that were uncomfortable or alien to me. So really putting myself in those spaces where I needed to grow. There was either growth or going backwards. And so the only way forward was to change and to really experience new things and and put myself in those situations. If I was to really condense my Three of Pentacles growth into a few activities, then I would say... I got help from licensed therapists to help me overcome my most pressing kind of mental health issues. I've talked about my depression and anxiety before on the podcast. If I hadn't had professional help with that, I don't know where I would be. I leaned on family and friends to keep my mind busy and introduced me to new hobbies and new places and new people. I sought out professional tarot mentor to learn tarot from so I could then use the tarot as a tool for accessing the subconscious and help me with that kind of other mental health work that I was doing. I worked for free in internships in order to learn a vocation and be trained by those with more experience and knowledge than me. I invested in a working holiday with BUNAC, which is B-U-N-A-C, if you are interested in doing working holidays, because I knew that the stress of flying to a country on the other side of the world And trying to make it on my own could possibly give me a mental breakdown. So I sought out that external support. Even in my business, I've collaborated with other coaches, spiritual brands and businesses to grow my business and learn more about running a business. So all of these were conscious decisions I made in order to specifically grow as a person in some way. So that's what we're talking about when we talk about growth in a spiritual and personal context we're talking about actively making changes and going through experience that make you a more evolved version of who you already are hello my dears i wanted to quickly jump into this episode just to remind you that my tarot for beginners course has relaunched it is now open for new students and there is also two different payment options to make it extra accessible for everyone no matter what your budget so this course is online it is self-led you get lifetime access plus you get downloadable workbooks for each module you get module assessments at the end of each module where i get to give you personalized one-to-one feedback, and plenty more. So if you do want to find out more about Tarot for Beginners, then you can click the link in the show notes. Also, I wanted to quickly announce that I am going to be doing my Tarot for Reconnection workshop early in September there's going to be two different dates the 7th of September and the 11th of September so you can book your tickets for that now they are live on the website again a link will be in the show notes if you want to join me for my tarot for reconnection workshop so yeah that is it thank you for listening guys and we're going to jump back into this episode So I mentioned humility right at the very beginning of this podcast and I really wanted to dive into how humility plays a role in self-growth, especially when we're working with the Three of Pentacles. I think in the Three of Pentacles, in order to get the most out of it, we have to practice humility as often as possible. So when I say humility, I mean putting that pride and ego aside so that you have the ability to seek help from an external source, a a third party. So we have to be able to first accept and admit that we don't have what we need to move on to the next level of being. We don't have the ability to pull ourselves up to that position. We need someone to help us get there. For some reason... This has become something that people are often embarrassed by or don't want to admit to themselves. They kind of see themselves as being weak if they can't get themselves up to that level. This position of being clueless about something or unaware of information, everyone is too scared to just be a novice, to be like starting from scratch blank slate. We always have to be an expert right out the gate. So we need to be humble when it comes to our own abilities. Only then can we accept the help of someone who either has a different set of skills than you or is more advanced than you. I have to say, doing a film production degree, which is what I did, (laughs) never used it, but I have one, (laughs) really opened my eyes to what it takes to create something extraordinary as a community, as a team. So it sounds completely off topic, But have you seen how many people work on films like superhero movies or big Hollywood blockbusters? Like, the credits go on for probably the same amount of time as the movie itself. There are thousands of people all working together to create one singular thing. And all those people, not only are they at different skill levels, but they also learn the skills that they have from someone else. And those people learn their skills from someone else and so on and so on. So without that collaboration and that sharing of information and skills and experience, we would have nothing. We we wouldn't have anything that has ever been invented. We wouldn't have. If all those people with those individual set of skills had refused to be humble and place themselves in that novice position, they would never have the life experience skills that they have today. You can't succeed if you haven't failed. It's as simple as that. Failure teaches us how to progress and reach our goals. This means we have to put ourselves into positions where we are doomed to fail. So unfortunately, you have to go through that kind of disappointment and feeling frustrated and all of that in order to grow out of that and figure out how to grow out of that. So I was just thinking about this new spiritual life coaching course that I'm doing. I guarantee that I'll fail an assessment at some point, that I'll come up against a lesson where I have no idea what the teacher is talking about, but I know that I have to go through this stage to grow and learn. So I can only remind myself of what like correct answers are in assessment if I get them wrong first. Again, with my tarot practice, if I hadn't given all the terrible readings I did for my friends and family and even like the very first paying customers that I had and I cringe when I think back at some of the readings that I did like when I first started out and I think I charged like three pound or something for like the very first paid reading I ever did And some of them I've blocked out, I think, for my own own personal sense of stability. But I definitely did some proper dodgy readings at the very beginning. But after each of those readings, I was like, okay, well, I wasn't happy with this, this and this. Or this client wasn't happy with this, this and this. So I'll change this or I'll learn how to better do this and all of that. So I would never have developed this the skill that I have now and the standard that I'm at right now if I hadn't gone through that stage. And I'm always seeking out new ways to consciously grow because I know it's the only way to keep moving forwards, to create the life I want to live, work with the people I admire and achieve the goals I've always wanted to achieve. I have to humble myself every time still and tell myself that there are people that know more than me and that's not oppressive to me. It's inspiring, it's influential and a source for me to tap into to enrich my own being, my own sense of self. So I think that's a really important point to to really drill home is that it's if someone is better than you at something to not be intimidated by it or feel like you should stay stay small because of it, that there isn't room for you to reach the same level as them. So I have a number of um, tarot readers that I look up to and I think they are fantastic and they've been doing it for like decades and I just think, oh, you know, I... Um, there were times where I was like oh I could never reach the understanding that they can but then I realized well I can I'm just not them right now I'm at the kind of I'm at a different stage in my journey than them so what I would do instead is I would look at the books that they would recommend I would look at the courses that they offered I'd look at the free content that they created and I would study that in order to start making my way up to that level. But if I had tried to do that without any outside resources, I'd just be going around in circles because I'd have no new information or new kind of skills to tap into. I'd just be recycling what I already know. So why is it we need to work on ourselves and always be growing and expanding? So this might all sound extremely exhausting (laughs) and I'm right there with you because I get easily exhausted and overwhelmed. But it's because it is. It is exhausting. And that's why we have to pace ourselves. And it, it's not um, its not a race that's the marathon, as they say. There's no fannying about. <laughs> I don't know whether that, that phrase is going to translate, but this, that's what we say. There's no fannying about. Consciously working on that kind of radical self-growth is exhausting. This is why I make time for it rather than trying to do it every single day of my life. So like we talked about with the Tower and the Ten of Swords, they're the last two episodes before this one. So if you want to go back and listen to them, you can do the episodes 22 and 23. We have to allow time and space to absorb all the work that we do. So it's not even just about the work itself it's about the aftercare that we give ourselves as well. That's especially important when working with the three of pentacles. So take your time, allow yourself the opportunity to make mistakes, to change your mind, to seek out new resources. Allow yourself and your brain to absorb all of that information before you push on or before you push yourself into a new situation or a new experience. So that's something that I always drill home as well in my Tarot for Beginners course. As soon as you start the course, I talk about taking your time, really slowing it down, slowing it down even more than you think is necessary, and really just taking one lesson at a time, not giving yourself too much to absorb all in one go. It helps to get clear about the benefits of doing this expansion work. So when we take steps to grow as an individual, with outside help, of course, we are allowing ourselves to uncover more pieces of the kind of life puzzle. We start to see more of the bigger picture. This helps us to give us clarity around what direction we want to go in, what we want to look back on at the end of our life and kind of be grateful for. It can also help us to give the world our kind of best selves in the most authentic way possible. We don't ever feel like we're pretending, we're confident in our own skin, we feel self-assured when our existence is being questioned, which if you're on the internet, it probably will be at some point. I noticed this a lot in my other job. So if you don't know, I work as a freelancer in digital marketing and copywriting alongside the Self-Care Emporium. It's a fairly male dominated industry and I've spent the last seven or eight years having to kind of nod along to mansplainers galore just every (laughs) every job that I've been in at some point there's been a mansplainer telling me how to do my job it's only because I worked on that self-growth and expansion had the support from senior colleagues and friends and family and invested in practical training that I had the confidence to kind of stick to my guns so if I didn't have all of that I might have let self-doubt creep in or given up completely or started to think oh maybe these people do know more than me and so I should like shut up and keep my opinions to myself but because I was doing that self-growth and that expansion personally away from that kind of um, work environment that gave me tools that I could then Translate to other areas of my life. So, this growth gives you the resilience to tackle whatever the world throws at you, whatever life throws up at you, in however long you're on this planet. And the older you get, the more stuff you have to touch. <laughs> so, there's something also very freeing about working with a Three of Pentacles energy in this way. You don't feel trapped by expectations or societal boxes because you know that you can humble yourself when needed. Learn what needs to be learned and continue on in the direction you've always planned to go. It takes away a need for control. You feel more able to go with the flow and develop an optimism that allows you to always see solutions where other people only see problems or blockages. This makes it sound like I'm a very chill, complacent and passive person. <laughs> I'm 100% not. In fact, I have a very poor relationship with authority. <laughs> so I have to try extra hard to humble myself enough to accept the help and teachings of others. It's a constant battle. Working on this vulnerability is just as much part of of Three of Pentacles work as anything else. It's all part of the journey. So working on this humility and being humble enough to say when you need help or accept help or reach out and research for ways to get external resources and information and education being able to really work on that humility and vulnerability is a massive part of the three of pentacles. So often people will say three of pentacles, oh, it's about education and being a teacher and learning and building something. But it is also about being able to accept all those things and being able to strip yourself back and really say, okay, I am allowing all of that to come to me and I accept it and absorb it. So we've come to the journal prompts for the Three of Pentacles. If you want to do these right now, grab your journal, grab your pen. If you want to do them later, again, as you know, they're all in the show notes. And also if you are signed up to the podcast mailing list, they will be sent to your inbox, um, usually on a Tuesday. So after this podcast comes out. So you can do them whenever you feel like you need to do them. We have to review that relationship we were just talking about with control and accepting outside help we have to do this first before we can really embrace the kind of full guidance of the Three of Pentacles. So that's what we're going to be doing. There's three journal prompts to work through. um, and I'm just going to get stuck in. So prompt one, write down three times you have sought guidance, support or help from an external source. How did it feel to reach out for that help? What internal resistance did you come up against during that time? So we're really using prompt one to reflect back on experiences that we've already had and kind of shine a light on our own reactions and behaviours to those experiences. Prompt two, looking at your answers from the first prompt, how did this external support help you and shape you into who you are today? What do you have or what have you achieved that you wouldn't have been able to if you try to do it all on your own? Prompt three. This is the last prompt. Review your life right now. Are there any areas of your life that could benefit from external support? How could it benefit you? What could it offer you and how could it help you progress further? So that is it for our journal prompts this week. I hope you can work through those and really start to understand your own relationship with that kind of Three of Pentacles work and really exploring your own humility, how easily you accept help or not, as the case may be. So I feel like this is more of a self-help episode, more for me than you guys, but here we are. If you've never given the Three of Pentacles much attention in the past, which it does get overlooked quite a lot, I highly recommend spending some time with it. It can be hugely empowering as a card that allows you to feel like you're really making progress, especially when you're feeling a bit stagnant. So if you do feel like you're a bit bored right now, maybe you haven't achieved anything in a while, really having a look at this Three of Pentacles work, doing those journal prompts, um, and hopefully it will bring up, it will create some space to allow you some more clarity of, of where to go next and what to kind of work on next. Again, before you go, I just want to remind you to grab your ticket for my Tarot for Reconnection workshop, which is on the 7th of September. In the workshop, we use tarot and oracle cards to connect with our most authentic selves. So I teach you a bunch of new ways to use your cards to benefit all this self-growth work we've just talked about. So yeah, if you fancy coming along to a live workshop with me where we just have fun with tarot and oracle cards, then grab your ticket. And that's it for this episode. Don't forget to sign up to the Self Care Tarot mailing list review, leave me testimonials, get in touch, tell me how you found the podcast. I'm always happy to chat if you want to chat, love a good chat. And uh, yeah, that's it for this week. I hope you all have a lovely week and I will speak to you in the next episode. So goodbye, guys. And yeah, have a fantastic week.